1: Hello and welcome to the U-Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
0: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? Always, always a pleasure. Um, always. What's going
1: on? Let's think. I, I'm going upstate with my friends this weekend. It's very exciting. Really?
0: this is Now, this is kind of the... This is happening a lot. This is the kind of, you know, a cause and effect of the pandemic and the quarantine and staying close to home. Upstate New York seems to be the place to go in this area, huh? I mean, it's just like easy, I guess. If you, we're going to
1: rent a car, we're going to drive up. We're just going to like hang out at a house. I think it'll be, it'll be fun. you know, it's weird. This will be the longest I've spent away from Mike since March.
0: Wow how are are you three
1: nights
0: (laughs) are are you excited is there like a healthy amount of like good get the fuck away from me dude right
1: there is it's like we get a lot we're getting along very well Mm. um and i think it'll be nice to like be able to miss each other a little bit because
0: i uh, listen i'm with you i've been doing more shows lately and you know uh, jess and i both as i'm walking out the door we're like okay (laughs) gotta go goodbye Uh, right (laughs) and then you come back and you're like oh good you know you know hug me while i'm hung over please you know so exactly it, it is nice to to miss each other a little bit especially you know they're right next to you i'm looking yeah same at looking at him right, right. right now. <laughs> just looking at how beautiful you are that's right see nail it every time now now jordana what is uh we have a big show tomorrow we're doing a live virtual you up podcast um, we love doing these. I think our podcast is built for a live virtual show. We're going to be doing listener emails. We're going to bring listeners onto the show to discuss their, you know, their their texts that they're receiving from people. We're going to give dating app makeovers, deal reveals. We're taking audience questions. This is a fantastic excuse to get the group chat together virtually. Like you can, this is like a fun thing to like. Do the group chat while you guys all watch, right, Jordana? I think it's a great thing to do with your friends. It's a great thing to do with your boyfriend.
1: It's a great thing to watch with the guy that you you're just started seeing. So a much perfect stuff. Perfect virtual to date night. Exactly. There's nothing more fun than judging the person that you're just started seeing on what they think is a red flag or a deal breaker <laughs> in real time.
0: Absolutely. And we're gonna be playing all those games. We're gonna be doing it all. So all you gotta do. Is go to betches.co/slash you up live. Uh, go to betches.co/slash you up live. Get your tickets. Get involved. Put it. You know, make yourself a drink and have fun. It's at seven o'clock Eastern Time. I'm gonna be. To, I'm. I'm gonna be coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. I had a, uh, I had a last second booking, so I'll be in Portland, Oregon this weekend as well. So if you're in Portland, well, you know, <laughs> Double whammy of the J-Train, The Wizard of Haas. You can tune in at 4 p.m. Pacific time and then come on over to Helium Comedy Club and I'll be doing a socially distanced show in Portland, Oregon this week. And I'm doing five shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, you can get those tickets, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. But most importantly, to all of you, live view up virtual show. Um, very ex- this is ex- I love doing these virtual shows. They are a lot of fun.
1: There's so much fun, and if you are uh, if you're in the West Coast and you're like, well, four p.m. is a little early. I'm still working at that time, <laughs> but if you buy a ticket, you can watch it after it runs live, so you can still watch Boom. it. It just won't be quite as live, but I've gotten a lot of emails and DMs about that. So if you can't watch it live, you have plans that night, you still want to see it, get a ticket. You can watch it after. It's still a lot of fun.
0: It's listen. It's called live to tape, so we will be doing it live, and then it will be taped for when you need it and when you want it later that night. Um, but anything else going on at, at, at Betches, Jordana, that you want to go into?
1: We are coming out with a bunch of new UOP merchandise. So if you, want, if you want to support the show, if you want to show people on the streets who you are and what you're a fan of, yes. uh, head on over to Shop Betches, check out the you up collection. We've got, we, did some, we did a little brainstorm of some merchandise that we thought you guys would really like. And if there's anything you want us to make that you would buy... Let us
0: know. Yeah, now you get to be the designer. Now I, I would also say what I love about our merchandise. It doesn't say like you up podcast Jared Free Jordana Abraham. Like you're not wearing, you know, the Jared and Jordana collection. You're wearing something that's cool and fun and hip and from the minds of the of of the people at Betches that that know you and are you right? Exactly. It's a
1: nod to the show, and um, it's just it's about you know a certain sensibility which which all of our u uppers really have. Jordana,
0: you always have the perfect word. A, a nod to the show is the perfect explanation of the merch. Um otherwise, listen people, I'm going I'm on the road uh again Portland, Oregon. I love the Pacific Northwest, love the pac nor. Um I'm there this weekend and then also Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City Mo. So Let's let's get, you know socially. Just as the shows have been fun, I think I'm gonna tape a COVID comedy album, Jordana. Ooh. Yeah, I'm 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 pushing. Oh, also, can I make one more announcement? Of course, go for it. I I haven't talked about this enough because the Bachelorette has started. Oh, now I am. Are watching. you watching?
1: They were really funny. Yeah this this Thank season you. I'm watching because Claire is like, there's the jokes just write themselves with her.
0: I know. It, it has <laughs> been, I mean, uh, it's T-ball. I, I, I gotta say, this season, I'm very... The Bachelorette, to me, is a less entertaining show on normally than The Bachelor is. The Bachelor, there is a little bit of Cinderella. There's a little bit of uh, fairy tale that you can kind of buy into. The Bachelorette, considering Claire and all the rumors and the switch-ups that are supposedly coming and that they're quarantined and that... They're all at this La Quinta uh, resort that looks like a place you'd go to on spring break, freshman year, when you had like 50 bucks to spend on it. Like I, I love everything about this season, and I, um, if you haven't already, I wrote a preview and I wrote it for Betches. I put it up before every season. It's my favorite thing to write. I spend literally five days. Locked in a closet, writing it, and annoying that's, the fuck out of his Jess. That's my process. That's my process. <laughs> oh, my process is writing it and then going, is it funny? And then Jess goes, shut up. And that's basically the process. It's <laughs> um, like Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to rip my ear off. Is that Picasso? So I, So I wrote the preview. It's on Betches. Go on their website. Please read it. I love writing it. And follow me on Instagram. I yell at the show every Tuesday night. Please, I, it is actually important to me that you guys share that if you enjoy it. If you laughed, share it. That's all I ask. And every story I have has that little airplane that you can share it or you can tag them in the post. But I do consider this like a taste of what I'm like as a live show when I do that live stream on Instagram. Does that make Definitely.
1: sense? Definitely. 100%. So He's an artist, so make sure... Art- a- support the arts support press the, arts. the share button
0: so that's my bag let's get into the show let's do it because i do it. love i do love doing the bachelor live screen and i'm like come on let's get people into this i you know like let's you know like
1: no it's great it's really funny i watched uh i watched last night
0: i enjoyed it and then i can't sleep at night i have so much adrenaline afterwards um that i've now added more i'm doing a post game show on my youtube channel so I, and then I spend the whole night just looking at likes, and Jess is like, you're addicted. And then that's basically the end of our night. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, an, yeah. a a fun time at the Freed household. Uh, yeah, l- listen, <laughs> this is just uh, everyone right now is like, oof, thank God. Uh, good for Jess, right? No, okay. okay. She has to clean around me. That's basically, I'm just a human disaster. I'm so, sure that's because of the Bachelorette, not yeah. because of regular life. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit of both. What are we talking about today, Jordana?
1: So today, we're. T- I've got. Uh, I shared one email. We're going to talk about one email specifically, but I've actually seen a few of these emails about people writing in. I think it might have to do with COVID, but I think it's also a general thing of people kind of wondering if like their dating life could be improved by moving. Mm.
0: I love um, this. I, I yeah. actually, because it is related to COVID. Absolutely. It's related to quarantine. Like, you know, again, we've had the conversation of like, hey, we're going to do this podcast and we're going to have fun and talk about dating. We're not going to just sit here crying about the state of the world. But the state of the world does affect, it, it, it is a cause and effect thing. Something happens. Now people reevaluate and they go, am I in the right city? I, I have friends moving to the suburbs every." Five minutes, right?
1: Yeah, I think people are moving because you know their jobs are changing, or they've lost a job, or they've gotten a new job somewhere. But also, I think like some people, I think even before the pandemic, were like, "Is it really? Is it like it seems really hard to date in X city? Like maybe I'd have better luck elsewhere." And I think that when I was single, I sort of thought about that too. I did think of like New York does seem like kind of a. It's funny because I I, we get we get emails from both sides of the of both sides of it. So sometimes people will write in and be like, I can't date New York anymore. Everyone has too many options and like sure. no one will settle down. Cause there's always something else out there. And then we get another email that's like, I'm from the middle of nowhere. And like, there are three people on the apps and it's the same three people. And they're all like terrible.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, it's very funny. And also you and I, um, I've, I've, you know, you and I traveled the country. Doing a live dating show. So we we have a, we don't know more than the next person, but we have an experience that we can kind of lean on to help with this question because, I, Jordana, did we not in every city, and everyone we know thinks. everyone thinks their city is the worst for dating. There That's isn't true. one city we went to that was like, we're having the best time here. Everyone, every city has its problems that are, yes, specific to the city, but they all have problems. No one is living in a perfect world where their city is a great place to date if they're not having a great. So, uh, you know, to to start this off, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Listener, the problem is your own. You're bringing your problems to the next city no matter where you go, don't you think?
1: Yeah, no, I think I think it is a little bit like, you know, it's you. It's not like ge- it's ge- there's no such thing as like a geographic cure. Sure. You know what I mean? Like even like sometimes people say like, oh, you know, my kid isn't doesn't have that many friends in this town. I'm going to move mm. like maybe like usually the-, the geographic cures don't work. I do think sometimes like the odds are like in a certain gender's favor in certain Sh- cities. Oh,
0: sometimes. absolutely. I- absolutely. I mean, I mean, the- like I- I'll give you one example. Um, but before even that example, there is also a, uh, your problems might fit better in a certain city. Like I like, or your, you know, that, that, that might be the case. Like I remember growing up, um, I don't know how we've kind of delved into this with like, you know, just like people, the way people date and what they're attracted to. But like, I grew up in a town called Needham and Needham is outside of Boston And when I grew up there, now it is kind of known, I think, as a Jewish area. But when I grew up there, and I'm 35, if you're around my age, that was, there were two Jewish neighborhoods. There was, and mine was called Hanukkah Heights by everyone. And then the other one was called like Dreidel Drive. And yes, that does kind of seem a little bit anti-semitic but i i so but it was endearing I'm i sure. guess it was endearing but my little circle of houses happened to all be jewish people there was like one uh one house that did christmas lights and it was like kind of like a fun joke right. so yeah, what in My neighborhood too. so i my area i never really felt like i was like in this, like, comfortable, everyone's just a lot alike. Like, it was, like, a very much more Irish Catholic, and it, there was this kind of, like, thing. And I remember going to high school, and you're like, okay. I, I remember, like, then you, Newton is next door. Newton's the town that, like, most Jews know. Right. Um, I remember going to Newton and being like, am I hot now? Like I, like you know, because I was like, wow, I'm around all these Jews now. Hundred yeah. percent. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, so I, like,
1: I can give you another example, which is yeah. also pretty relevant. So I went to Cornell, mm. which is known for not having like the hottest girls, right? Okay. So okay. The bar is like the bar is like lower. So like, I think I did better there mm. than like I would have with like a random sampling of the population, because like. Shh it's just kind of a th- people say that the girls are just like not attractive there. Okay, right?
0: I I haven't heard that. I've always thought the girls from Cornell were very, very uh, beautiful and nice, but I, I, that sounds like I'm taking a political position, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I understand where that becomes the reputation. I do understand. Right.
1: That was the reputation of that. Sure. But then it's funny. I like went with Mike, right. And we, uh, we were in Florida. He took, he went to Miami. So he mm. took me, um, took me on a little tour of the Miami <laughs> campus. And I'm like, These girls are so fucking hot. Like, I can't imagine having gone to school here. Like, I wouldn't. No one would. Like, no one would have spoken to me.
0: Well, (laughs) well, it's like there's like a little bit of like a Malcolm Gladwell kind of like thing of that. Like, you know, you're like there's a book by Malcolm Gladwell where he's like hockey players are born in this time of year and because they excel because you know. So that. So again, I'm I'm going off like a tweet of the book, but I'm saying (laughs) like um, this is. It's like you are kind of influenced by your surroundings. So I do understand where someone's like, hey, I'm in New York City, and this city and the type of person here doesn't fit my dating style. I don't feel... I feel small fish in a huge pond, whereas when I visited this city, I felt like, wow, the men were approaching me. It. Right. I don't think that's about a, a better city. That's more about maybe your thing clicks with that personality that lives there. You know, and, and that can be true because as you and I both know, there isn't a city. We never went to a city that was, uh, everyone was like, it's the best here. San Francisco, another, another, um, San Francisco was, or uh, was it San Francisco? So Seattle or San Francisco, one of the two had big tech. So there was more. Um, men than women, so remember right. they had they they had this saying. Yeah. They're like, but the, the, what did they say? One, the, what was it? The pickings the odds are, are
1: good, but the goods are odd. Right? Yeah, or
0: something. So it's like you're dating a bunch of tech bros, but they're all odd, kind of you know a little bit. Right. Eccentric There's a lot of guys, dudes. but
1: none of that. Right, they're not like necessarily people you'd want to date
0: sure and then you go to new york you go to new york and there's like oh all these finance bros always looking for the next best thing and you're like you go to like texas and they're like oh you know like austin was totally different than dallas like so like or what's that shirt it's like too
1: uh too ugly for la too dumb for new york yeah that's
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I, i i just before we get into this email I think it's, like, important to let people know that, you know, I, I mean, I traveled the country with you. I saw every corner of the country with you. Um, I also uh, do my own shows where I travel. And, and then, I, I, I mean, Michelle Wolf, when I opened for her when we were really going around, she would always say that comedians and politicians are the only ones that see the whole country. So we have seen it. We We do know that there's no good answer for this.
1: at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum. And I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months. visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, UUP listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP.
0: Do you want to read the email?
1: Yeah, I'll read the email. Okay. Love the show makes for some great content while walking my dog and blocking out 2020. I don't have a question about a specific relationship, but more of a general dating question. I've been living in Philly for about three years. I've made some really great friends and have a life that I'm proud of here. However, all of my friends, uh, except for like two have gotten into serious relationships, moved in together, engaged, etc. I've pretty consistently been on dating apps since moving here and gone on a number of good number of dates, but I've never had anything go past a third date either way. Um, either they aren't into it, or I'm, or I'm not into it, or we're or i am just kind of ghost each other. Lately, I've been feeling like maybe I'm just not going to find someone here. Is it crazy to think about moving somewhere new just to have a different dating pool? Side note, my mom doesn't think it's crazy, but all my <laughs> friends do, so I'm hoping you'll be the tiebreaker. <laughs> Sincerely, not an Eagles fan.
0: Oh, man, that's I love that the mom's like, you should move. I think it will help. Why wouldn't you just take a chance? You know, you got a good career. Just go to that. You know, listen, New York is a great town and you'd be an hour away from me. And that's OK. It's, you know, right. Like, right. Is that a I mom? Can you can hear it's it. It's a very
1: mom thing to say. Um, I, I mean, I kind of get it. It's funny. You do part of me again, like the geographic cure thing doesn't seem to be like a real thing. Mm -hmm. But then I see people who like leave New York and they move to a different city and they are people who've been single here for like years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And then they immediately get into a relationship when they move to a new city. But I do think that can be due to a couple of things and they blame it on the city.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I I think uh, you're re-energized. You're more positive. I mean, he, she even says she signs her email. Sincerely not an Eagles fan. And I know that's looking very deeply into the email, but like that is an element of I've had it with these fucking people. I've had it. I don't want to talk about the Eagles anymore. I've had the same conversation about Carson Wentz 7,000 times. It's like enough's enough. Maybe a new city will get me away from these cheese steak eating idiots. You know so it's like I Great. I and I say that lovingly cuz I do love Philly. Um and I do think that's a big city where you can find any type of person. So to say that the city's the problem, I'm with you. I totally agree. I like do do you think like I think I also think like there's survival and community. Like I do mm-hmm. think that like they say they haven't been past the third day but like are you, going, are you meeting you – know, your friends are, are saying, how could you move? But are your friends introducing you to people? You know what I right. mean? Like, I, I do think like, – like, I think about this a lot. Like, I grew up – again, I'm going back to growing up outside of Boston. But my dad's family, his three siblings, his whole great network um, was in those surrounding towns. Like, there wasn't one – New, and I, I, I do think, like, a lot of that is, is like, is makes you, like, rises you up. You have, uh, you know, you, you win with, like, numbers, so to speak. Like, going to this new town, like, you're going to have to start over. You're going to have to find new friends. Like, there is, like, and, and when you say, like, people go to these new towns and find a boyfriend right away or a girlfriend, to me, that's a lot of times just survival of, like, not being alone. And it's like, are you just taking anybody that will take you because you got no one else? Like there's a, is, right. is that part of it
1: yeah, I was gonna say I think that might be like a large part of it. Like I think when you I've seen a lot of times people move to a new city, they feel very lonely, and then they're kind of like they they maybe they work harder at making something work than they would have otherwise, like sure, if my oh if I have no plans for the weekend and this person that I'm kind of on the fence about asked me out again, and I don't know anyone else in my city, like. I'm probably gonna go. And yeah. I, there's probably there's gonna be less keeping me from going than if I were if I could have planned if I could instead skip that and go out with my friends.
0: Oh, totally. And and that kind of goes back to the show Love is Blind. Like, mm-hmm. did those people get to know each other in a such an intimate way to get engaged because they were put in the situation? Like because right. they were, like, told, hey, you stay in a room together and there's no phone, so you better fucking talk. Like, again, this is like, you know, when people are like, oh, we're so distracted by our phones, we're so distracted by options. It's like, yes, we are, but sometimes those options are better. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes, some, they are. sometimes I do want to hang out with my friends and not go on a date or go out with, you know, with someone that I'm, like, trying to get to know. Because getting to know someone is a little bit of work.
1: Yeah. And I, that's the thing. I think like correlation doesn't prove causation. So maybe you are more likely to meet someone if you move somewhere else, but it's not necessarily for the reasons that you think, which is that like this city's dating pool is so much better than yours.
0: Yeah. I, I, and, but I would say again, I don't mean to like backtrack and give like a double answer because I do want to reiterate not one city loved their dating scene. and and all of them would claim to have the worst dating even though they've only dated in one city so you and I know the grass is not going to be greener it's just going to be different type of grass
1: right unless you're like you feel like you're in a rut here and that's usually I would imagine not just due to dating but let's say you're kind of like I feel like my life is a little bit stuck I keep doing the same things nothing is changing Um, I think there are ways that are a little bit lower lift to sort mm-hmm. of get yourself out of that, I can understand where you're like, I've seen the same five guys on four different dating apps in this thing yeah. that I've already like not gone out with, or I went out with one with like a, them a, a
0: couple times sure. did
1: I just keep like, you know what I mean? Where you're and like, Philly, nothing I mean, is moving.
0: To to speak to the emailer, Philly is a place where that can happen. Philly is a big right. city, but you, oh, that person, it, it does feel like everyone knows each other from from high school,
1: right. I wouldn't make dating a change in dating pool the only reason to move, but I do feel like if if you're looking for like to make to like shake your life up a little bit, yeah, it could be a solution. I would start smaller scale than that. I would start like trying to do things that you aren't currently doing, maybe going to a different sure area of town or asking your friends to those engaged friends to like set you up or like doing some sort of reset that isn't moving. And then if you do feel like that's something that you could find multiple good things with not necessarily just dating. I, I wouldn't, if I, were I don't think it's like per- the worst thing in the world to move to, to kind of reset your re re jumpstart your life a little bit.
0: I can even give you an answer that's in between. Like we live, we should be, listen, we have to, you, we have to be, we have to be thankful that we are alive in 2020. You and I can do this podcast over zoom. We can send it in over the computer. We are utilizing the things at our disposal. I know a lot of people shy away from utilizing 2020 and the things at their disposal because it's, you know, it's tough to take chances. It's tough to make changes. But I had someone come on. I did a uh, YouTube live, you know, I brought listeners on and answered questions and There was one listener that was like, she lived in New York and she moved back to Maine because of what's going on in the world. And she's like, my New York City rent is coming up, but there's no one here to meet in Maine. And I was like, why wouldn't you take a month? Her lease lease in New York was running up or something, but she was working remotely from Maine and she was there for the foreseeable future. And she was like, I can't find guys in Maine. And I was like, do you have a friend? Do you have one friend that's also working remotely? That's also living at home. Why don't you? Uh, uh, that's making. You know, again, this is this is a privileged solution. Not everyone can do it, but a lot of people are in situations they never thought they'd be in. A lot of people are making adult money, hopefully, while living with their parents like a child. So, right. winter is coming. Winter. We saw that this world is not so much fun in the winter. Get an Airbnb for a month in a, in a city, test it out. Do yeah. do a home vacation. Get two friends. Get your single friends and be like, hey, let's do something different. Let's go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Let's go to you know these smaller towns that have like a scene. They have like a and let's look up the place to live and let's get an Airbnb for a month. That's safe. That's obviously like you've searched it out and you make sure it's the right neighborhood. And let's let's splurge a little to make our lives a little bit more exciting exciting. and test it out. Maybe you go like Charleston, South Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Denver, Colorado, um, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, Portland, Oregon. I'm going there this weekend. These are all places that you never would have had the chance to really test out except for the fact that this new world exists. I have a, a good friend whose son. Is a freshman at in college, and he keeps telling his son, You're doing remote. Go do it somewhere cool. Like, you don't have to live at your college right now. And I know that sucks, but like, let's make the best of a shitty situation. So this person in Philly, like, hey, Nashville's pretty awesome. I know I love that idea. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like she said she's like, I got two other single friends. Well. One of them might not be game for this, but a couple might, or a friend of a friend might. Because
1: I'm I single, I'd be down for this. This sounds like a once in a lifetime opportunity.
0: It, it genuinely is. And like, I, you know, I look at my life in New York and I'm, I'm, I might be beyond this, but I'm not even that beyond this. Like, there's a piece of me that's like, you know, Jared, pack up the podcast equipment and let's let's head west. You know, like there's a piece of me.
1: Yeah, we've thought about that too. I mean, really? like, I mean, I assume you'd bring Jess. Um, Who? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we moved. We went to South Carolina for a month, and <laughs> yeah. we were thinking. Like, I mean, the annoying thing for us is like we have a lease that that is has many months left on it, sure. and so I don't really we don't really want to be, want, want to be paying like two rents. But if our lease had come up in like the in the next few months, I think we would have been like, totally like, let's
0: did, let's did, be
1: a traveling, you know, circus. Band. Yeah. Like
0: Here, I, yeah. I, 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 but I think this is only like, again, not everyone's privileged to be in these situations, but if you're privileged enough to say, I don't know if this town works for dating, then you are, then I would assume you also have the ability to take a month and have you know, maybe family that will take a bunch of your stuff and put it in the garage while you do a little eat, pray, love in Denver, Colorado. Like, I, I don't know. And uh, listen, I'm as you said in the beginning of the show, I'm just an artist with a little bit of creativity. So I'm I'm just giving a creative idea because, I, I again, this gives you – let's use 2020 to the best of its ability. Airbnb exists. The I'll internet exists. Your friends are single later in life. You're single later in life than your parents. Let's fucking get out there. You can even live it up. Live it up. You can even set your dating app uh profile to the city you're going to and set up a bunch of dates for a month from now. So like listen, I'm just I'm just an idea guy. So yeah. I this is my I love thought. that idea. Yeah. Head
1: south. Go where it's warmer and people are <laughs> right? still looking to hook up.
0: Right? And and listen, <laughs> the the response could be, well, in COVID, you shouldn't and it's like, okay. Okay, we all have different tolerances and risk tolerances. Right. Or and,
1: don't go. Or but. don't do it.
0: But I, <laughs> or be fucking miserable in your city. I don't know. I, so I think
1: that's a great. I think that's great advice. And I think that like it's esp- take any opportunity you can that's like lower lift to refresh your life. So this is like super low lift. You go. You go to Miami. You stay there for a month. You hate it. Come back.
0: Yeah, it's a month. Yeah. wasn't Wasn't for you. Come back to Philly and the dude that wants to talk about. Carson Wentz. Eagles. Yeah. So I don't know who that is. You he's the saying. quarterback for the <laughs> Eagles. I'm sorry.
1: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some awkward
0: sex. You ready? All right. Send yours in. UUP at Betches.com. Listen, I'm going to do a little call to action. CTA. We need some awkward sex, people. If you got a story, the, the stories are... We're getting a lot... But, you know, what do they say? The odds are, lo- you know, what, what's that saying? The odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the odds are good for us to get an awkward sex story, but the goods are boring. So yes. we need you to send in some fun, awkward sex stories, UUP at com. I hooked up with this guy recently whom I had previously had some of the best and hottest sex with once before. Hopefully for a second wind of luck seven months later, I went to his house despite his intention of getting drunk that night. We start hooking up, but he was, quote-unquote, pushing rope. What does that mean? So pushing rope, and I, I'm i not sure if this person's from the UK or not, but it is a term, and comedian Des Bishop um, has a very funny joke uh, about pushing rope, quote-unquote. The only reason I know the term is from... Des Bishop. So, Des is hilarious and funny, and everyone should go follow him. And he's got a great joke about a guy saying pushing rope. And apparently, it's when your penis is soft and you try to still have sex with it. Okay. So, that's what happened. So, he had a bunch to drink. She said, We started hooking up, but he was pushing rope. We powered on. Unable to get hard. He couldn't get hard, or he had half chub. He's got, you know drunk dick he's got you know whiskey dick okay you know you know have you ever done that where you just try anyways yeah yeah you know what I mean. yeah. like you right. tie a stick to it and
1: right. you try
0: and you know hold it I up I feel
1: like sometimes it needs some, you gotta like you know
0: you gotta work it, it out
1: bit. sometimes it comes up sometimes it doesn't
0: <laughs> well you know. that's the thing her email starts with we once they had sex once and it was the best hottest sex and it's like okay yeah you can't Count on that. Listen, it was a fluke. (laughs) Yeah, well, guys, sexually are like baseball pitchers. Like we're like we'll have an off. We're gonna have good days and bad days. Like it's not every day is on it. We're not all Pedro Martinez. That's another sports reference. He used to play for the Red Sox. He was unbelievable. We're probably one of the best pitchers of all time. So never heard of him. (laughs) We powered on. I was on top at first, and then he pushed me back so he was still inside of me, but he was sitting up. He gestured with his hand and said, hang on one second. He then grabs his phone to answer a text. I went, are you serious right now? You're answering a text while you're still inside of me? Do you realize how rude this is? (laughs) How rude? (laughs) She turns into Michelle Tanner. Michelle Tanner. the. I jumped up, threw my clothes on, let him know how disrespectful that was before leaving. He begged me to stay, called me four times, texted me 12 times with a bunch of sorries, and one, I respect you and your smile. Gag, she writes.
1: How do he you went, respect someone's smile?
0: Not not just your smile, you and your smile. And that, your smile. that sounds like a, a G.I. Joe commercial.
1: You're really reaching there. yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining this guy trying to, like, write out this text, like, <laughs> something respect
0: you I respect and your
1: smile. I'll make yeah, it flirty. Yeah.
0: You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you, that might not be enough. How will she know <laughs> I still want to fuck her? <laughs> he there went, you go. He went from one of his one of the best sexual experiences I've ever had to one of the worst. For reference, I'm 26. He was 33. Uh, He texted me the next day, said he knew he was rude and disrespectful, and he feels horrible. Eye roll, she writes. What world does this guy live in? What do you think?
1: Um, It's so funny because, like, you know that show everyone keeps watching, like, The Social Dilemma? Mm, mm -hmm. About, like, everyone's addiction to their phones. I feel like they should just reenact this. (laughs) Did you
0: watch it? (laughs) I haven't watched it yet. I'm I'm familiar with what's going on.
1: I mean, it's like the same shit that you've already heard before. Like yeah. our phones are a little addictive. Should've I don't know left. if anyone got the memo.
0: Just a wee bit. I only <laughs> right? wake up in the middle of the night to look at it. But yeah, you're right.
1: Um, it's funny because sometimes I'll check my phone in a moment that I know is ridiculous. Like in the middle of a workout. Like I'll do like I'm doing like an online class, and then yeah. I like, look at it. Like I see a text pop up. And I'm like, I could just wait the ten minutes for this class to be over, but I just can't help myself.
0: It's. I mean, it's definitely. It's a. It's a problem. Like, like we mm. all know it's a problem. I'm with you. Sometimes I'll open Instagram, close it, and then open it a half a second later, and I'm like, I right. was just here. You know, like there's nothing new to see. And, and listen, it, I mean, look at how people used to smoke cigarettes when they were addicted. They'd have them after a meal, um, after, after sex, sex, when they woke up. Like if you if someone had their had a cigarette when they woke up um after a meal and after sex and before they went to bed you go that person's addicted you do you use the phone at the same exact times when you wake up after sex when you're you know done with a meal
1: right so have you ever uh and now you, yeah that's true after sex there's the, yeah. the
0: post sex scroll yeah the post sex scroll yeah. we're all doing it so, like um, like how, how long do you wait like and you do have a moment where you go Okay, that's like I've had sex and then like I've had sex with Jess and then been like she goes to the bathroom and I'm like, uh, I guess I'll look at Instagram. You know, like it, it does right. feel a little like too what else quick. am I
1: supposed to do, sit here with my own thoughts? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> the horrors of my own emotions. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, this guy's version, this this emailer's version, is extreme and is disrespectful. Like it's not yeah. right. But I do understand that she says he's drunk and he's pushing rope, so I can see how it happens. I'm not apologizing for him, but I'm saying, like, the idea that, like, oh, wait, Uh, like, and then he gives you the finger, like, like, that's, you know, that annoying douchey, like, I'm texting finger. Right. (laughs) One second. (laughs) One second. And just like, "Mm." and then.
1: That's what I'm saying. Where do we draw the line? Like I agree, like it happens. Mm. I mean, I don't know about this happens, but like sometimes you like are checking. You know what I mean? Like you, you can become compulsive. Yeah. But where line between like this is absurd. This is really rude.
0: Well, I mean, we are dangerously close, and I know this takes us down a different road. And I, I'm saying, when they have that, like the, the, the Oculus, the VR. VR. So like yeah. virtual reality porn, you're like, we are not, we're on the doorstep. If you think about it, like the idea that your phone is right next to you when you have sex, like it's seven inches from you looking at it while you're in the sexual act. Isn't right. It? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what the, I, again, usually the lines, get blurred the longer society goes so like you would hope that the line i would hope the line is like you know 10 minutes before 10 minutes after right
1: yeah i mean like that's what we that's that seems like a respectful society that i want to live in <laughs> right
0: <laughs> I, I i do too but like you know i i don't i like this guy i i understand i understand he made a mistake and I understand why he's texting her going he's from her email it sounds like he's pretty apologetic, right?
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, he he respects her and her smile. <laughs> so,
0: so, she might as well just yeah. forgive him and get married to him.
1: Right. I think she did a good job of like very adequately stating that like she is not okay with that, which is good because totally. she's not. Um but I would probably give him another chance. You
0: would? Yeah. I considering the amount he apologized he does realize there's a problem that he here. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I mean to text the next day, the, the smile thing, maybe he's drunk. I'm giving alcohol a lot of credit in this because he begged me to stay. Called me four times, 12 times, a bunch of sorry's and one, I respect you and your smile. Like that sounds like a very drunk text that if he heard read back to him, he'd be like, Oh uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy now. Um, and then the next day he said he knew he was rude and disrespectful. That's, and feels horrible. That's a more, that's a more human text to send. I, right? I I would, as a guy, if I'm in bed with a woman who did that, I would still be having sex with her. Um, as sad as that sounds, like if my, you know, if Jess did that to me while we we're having sex, I would go, what, what's going on? Like I would have more questions. It wouldn't be like, how could you? You know, Do like you think I, she
1: would be offended if you did it.
0: Absolutely, she. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think this is one of those male-female things where I don't know if there's a lot of men that would be like, please, you know, no phones. Like, there was one, I, there was one Bachelor contestant that I previewed for Betches, you can see it on their site right now, um, that he was like, all the women I date are always, scr- I'm looking for a woman who won't be scrolling her phone during a date. And it's like, my my perspective on that is that that's just a bad date like to say that all w- there's this group of women well, that's like, the most
1: that's the worst part about this It's like oh this is just like a bad like you just weren't even into this sexual experience at all
0: yeah this is a bad situation this is a bad look this is this is something that like no one would ever defend <laughs> so,
1: right. so I'm saying like that's the most hurtful part of it it's like you weren't you didn't even like want it seems like you didn't even really want to be here.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess, that I guess, I guess the re- I'm I'm trying to figure out the reason I wouldn't leave. Like, like I would be like, I guess it's my ego is too big to be like, oh, t- I guess it was so boring that you had like I I guess that is, if I'm on top and then she just pulls her phone out and just is like mm, checking, you know, Instagram yeah. stories. I guess I would be offended. I think you'd be
1: like, okay, clearly, like this is not really where you want to be
0: yeah i would be like i gotta get off i would get off and then i'd be like what's going on and if she was like i don't know that dick ain't hard enough i'd be like okay i should probably go but i don't think i just don't believe that someone would be that mean to me i i mean
1: right well it's funny i remember like in college the professors would like yell at the class and be like people are like texting in class Mm. and i remember thinking at the time like if your lecture were more interesting like i wouldn't be texting
0: so, I, 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 just, I agree with you. I, this happens for comedians a lot. So, comics will be on stage and they'll yell at someone for being on their phone and it's like, dude, what, you know, maybe, you know, like there is the argument of like, you weren't really entertaining them. Like, I, I'm not a right. big yell at people on their phone unless it's distracting other people person. Like, Unless it's
1: making sounds or something. Yeah.
0: Making sounds. The light is like lighting up the room. Like that's right. very distracting. But like, if I see someone at a show quietly on their phone, I all I think is like, Jared, you fucking suck. Get funnier. Like I. Right. I like, do have that. to be
1: there too. That's the absolutely. About, like, also for also for college too. It's like I'm paying you to sit here. <laughs> so like if I'm on my if I'm on my phone, like imagine how bad it must be.
0: Sure. I I mean listen. i I've. I've But I remember there was an open mic I used to go to and the open mic, they had rules that you couldn't be on your phone and they would kick you out if you were on your phone. And I remember I was at this open mic and I was on my phone in the back. Someone said something to me. And then I was like, that's bullshit. Like we're all here to learn. Do you think that at a show someone's going to like not go on their phone? Like you have to deal with that. That's, That's the reality of life. And then I remember I go on stage at this open mic of like all comedians. And I was just like, um, this uh, basically spent all my time talking about how stupid the rule was and never to be seen there again. So
1: that was the end of that.
0: Yeah. So that was the end of that. But, um, what would you call this? The textual feeling. Textual feeling. What do you got? Um, I got the, uh, the sensual Dilemma. Oh, I like that. After the social dilemma, social dilemma. um, I would call it tit for text.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I would also call it um. The uh, what's it called? The. I respect you, and
1: And your smile.
0: smile. (laughs) There we go. That's the winner. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com.
1: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for
0: investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Hello, people. We're sponsored at Orbit. They know that bad breath to bad behavior like ghosting, dating can get dirty. Whether it's masked up and in person or dating from home in this new normal, people are finding new and creative ways to stay connected when it comes to dating. And either way, Orbit wants you to keep it clean because a clean mouth and fresh smile is all you really need to shine in the dirty world of modern dating.
1: Nothing breaks your confidence more than trying to navigate the world of modern dating. When faced with the dirtiness in dating, it's hard to know how to confidently respond. Someone needs to clean it up. In this period of a worldwide pandemic, the way people are interacting with one another has changed. And it's put more pressure on both online and offline dating dynamics. Keep it clean allows Orbit to live wherever dating does, whether that's online, offline, or in between.
0: Okay, Jordana. Red flag deal breaker, bad breath on a first date how are you handling it what do you think
1: i think it's actually like a deal breaker first deal, date, you're done i'm done if it's the first date and that's like one of the main things i feel like that you should check before you go out is but, my breath smelling <laughs> minty and fresh
0: see my my feelings have changed i think everyone should get one shot like considering you know it wasn't until we had to start wearing these masks that I, you know, you you put on the mask. You smell your a, own breath. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'm not, you know, 100%. <laughs> I'm not walking around with clean breath all the time. I'm not killing it every day. There's moments okay. where I leave the house and I, I've i been talking with you on a podcast for an hour and a half and I get that stale smell and you're like, oh my God, this is what I've been doing. So like I, I'd give- Podcast someone,
1: breath, is that what they call it?
0: That's what I got, <laughs> podcast breath all the time. And, you know, I, I, I give someone the opportunity and I I do the thing where I'll carry Orbit with me and I'll he- put in a...
1: Offer them a stick of gum.
0: Hey, do you want some too? And then it's like, oh, now we both... And you kind of like let them off the hook, you That's know? a good
1: way to tell someone that they have bad breath without, you know, a- absolutely. having to say it.
0: There, there is nothing more embarrassing. It is as if when someone says, ugh like my dad a lot of times will go your breath stinks and i'll be like that is as if he threw me outside the house naked and no, i'm I, sitting there it feels it's it feels
1: like you've been like like how many people have thought this
0: who and not knows said who, anything. Well, e- right. exactly and then you get mad at the person for telling you but they're actually your best friend in the world
1: right they should have been telling people should have been telling you the whole time normalize yeah. telling people that their breath smells
0: well, we have to find different ways to say it. Hey, here's some orbit can be. And when someone offers me some gum, I go, "Is it bad? Is it that bad?" And, they, and then they always go, "No, no, no, no. I was just having some myself. I wanted to offer you." And that's the way you do it: lie to them. Right,
1: me. right. Just and if anyone ever says that to you, "I was just having some for myself," know that they're lying to you too, but they're exactly. being nice about it and just we, take <laughs> the orbit. They're sending you a message.
0: They're sending you a message. They're also, they're, you know, they're doing it as nicely as humanly possible. When you say this, like, your breath stinks, that might as well be someone, you know, giving me the middle finger to my face. Like, I I, I need, hey, I got some gum. Do you want some, too? And then I go, does it smell? Am I having an issue? No, 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 you're fine. I'm just, uh, there it is. Done. Right. You're in the game. Protect
1: yourself. Just uh, always have have a a packet of Orbit on you.
0: Well, that's the thing. When I'm on a date, if I offer them gum and they go, no, I'm good. And then their breath smell, I'd be like, okay, that's the deal breaker.
1: Right. That's, That's a good the point. moment where I go, right.
0: OK, they don't want to, like, reflect. They don't want to fix themselves. They they're they're not, you know, workable. They're not a rough draft. I'm a rough draft. I'm willing to be better.
1: I'll always have gum on the way to a date just to like, you know, it gives me something to do.
0: You guys are all in luck because Orbit is helping you keep it clean with their keep it clean campaign. To find out more information on how you can keep it clean with Orbit Gum, visit OrbitGum.com or check out OrbitGum at OrbitGum on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Again, that's OrbitGum.com, O-R-B-I-T-G-U-M.com to keep it clean starting today. Let's do another email. You ready?
1: Let's do it. All right. Hi, J&J. Huge fan of the pod. Actually saw Jared a few weeks ago in Nashville with my boyfriend and we had such a great time.
0: Thank you really appreciate that go see him thank you little backstory straight from the from the the nashville horse's mouth
1: long story short my boyfriend is two years older than me we dated in high school broke up before he left for college and both moved back to our hometown after college after realizing we were both back we hung out a few times got drinks and we've now been in an exclusive relationship for over a year and been living together for about four to five months We've both been working from home and our off days don't always line up and that happened to be the case today. I was sitting in the living room working while he was sleeping and I heard his phone go off on the table next to me. Apparently he had left it in the living room from the night before. Dangerous. Now I know what you're thinking. This psycho girl is about to go through this man's phone. But I swear this is not a normal thing that I do. I have never gone through his phone but I was just curious. He's never given me a reason not to trust him so I shouldn't have anything to worry about, right? I mean this man has talked to me about engagement marriage wanting me to birth his children and we've already made plans for when the lease is up at our current place so I shouldn't worry right wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It> really <laughs> set us up there <laughs> seriously
1: as I'm going through his text I notice a few uh, a few numbers that aren't saved so I click on the messages and they are from about two weeks ago and are sent from him around midnight if not later also I feel like I should mention they weren't iMessages they were green texts <gasps> disgusting
0: oh! the horror (laughs) poor people (laughs) gross (laughs) Gross. i'm kidding everybody i'm kidding
1: (laughs) it's totally fine to have an android
0: yeah you can have an android
1: sort of these messages say like hey how are you hey how are you tonight and one even said hey you up the odd thing about the message is zero responses. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> reply to his initial texts. Weird, right?
0: Not only is she dating a cheater, but he's a loser. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. Yeah, the worst. nothing worse than dating a green text loser. These these people won't even answer him. Well, it's funny. There's nothing worse than someone who tries but
1: fails to cheat on you. Hey.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I feel a little I feel a little weird answering this. She's like my boyfriend and I were at the show a couple weeks a few weeks ago. We had a great time. Now to the email about him cheating on me. <laughs> like <laughs> like so my
1: question, should I confront him about this? I know it seems psychotic to go through his phone while he's sleeping, but for me, as someone who wants to spend the rest of my life with this man and and he has told me the same, I wouldn't care if he went through my phone. I have zero to hide. Oh, but this bothers maybe. me on a whole oh, new level. Oh boy. I mean texting random, unsaved numbers after midnight kind of sketch. Would love your advice. Sincerely, bad luck, Becky. Uh,
0: This is is Big Booty Becky's cousin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Big Booty Becky's cousin, bad luck. This is... uh, We got a problem on our hands in Nashville. This is quite the dilemma. Well,
1: what do you think? All right, I'd like to address her last paragraph because I think it's the most annoying part.
0: I'm with you. I I actually... Because yeah.
1: I have nothing to hide that makes it okay for me to go to go through his phone because like he should have nothing to hide either. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a massive invasion of privacy and it's not something that you can really like justify by saying like because it's not like you if something popped up and you happen to see it like you actively like a, a phone is kind of like someone's diary.
0: Yeah, almost
1: it's like reading someone's diary to me
0: without context. Like right, he, without
1: any sort of, it's not like oh, like they were all he kept going into the room and making these mysterious phone calls, or he was acting really weird. Like this just seems like, like just admit that I think she should just admit that she fucked up and that like that is it's not well,
0: okay. To go to backtrack a little, she says, "I heard his phone go off on the table next to me, so it just went off and she, like it's not like did." So nothing, and she was
1: reminded of its presence, and then she went into it.
0: And she said, "Now nah, the psycho girl is about to go through this man's phone. I swear this is not a normal thing I do, but I was curious. So, okay, by, by curiosity
1: killed the cat. Curiosity
0: <laughs> killed this relationship. I, I, by so I'm going to go with her words. We can only live in the reality that's been built for us. Is that what what wrong on the phone wasn't." something that made her curious it was just that the phone (laughs) exists without her that it was
1: here unattended
0: fine okay that being said (laughs) you're right this is an invasion of privacy um and i would i think it differs she does a lot of this thing that women do where it's like i don't want to be crazy while they're acting crazy doing the thing they claim to be crazy
1: right which okay just own that you're that you are being crazy she goes i know it seems psychotic like it is psychotic whoa whoa
0: hold on jordana i want to i want to i'm sorry to interrupt but we have to go back to this she doesn't have to own that she to me i would never own that i'm psychotic i would own that i don't trust my boyfriend like there's Mm -hmm. to me saying you're psychotic or saying you're crazy then this all lives in crazy town. You're right. Like, 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 I I think like there's a lesson to be learned here for anyone listening. Like I would never call, I think this is to me, this is a female thing. You don't hear a lot of guys being like, I'm being crazy. I'm double. I don't want to be crazy. I don't want to be clingy. I don't hear that from a lot of guys. They, you know, the idea of being too much I think guys almost
1: use the opposite approach. I think there are men who are like very controlling of women that they date and like might go through their phone and do that sort of thing. I don't think this is a solely female thing, but I think it almost is almost like the excuse men give is not like, oh, I'm just being crazy. The excuse is like, I love this person so much. Totally. No, no, no. Love bombing thing.
0: I totally agree with you. I'm not saying guys are not within their. Uh, ability to do this but i'm saying they never we don't do the thing where like we blame ourselves for being crazy okay you know what i mean like like right. I'm, I'm saying they don't like
1: gaslight themselves we don't get
0: <laughs> exactly this is because ga- guys are controlling in different ways guys go through women's phones that is all true and and we're not different in that i think it's what we dress it in that's different and it's right. like this idea of like I think women let guy. I've said this on this podcast before. Women have let guys off the hook by calling themselves crazy all the time, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I think this woman is letting him off the hook by saying she's crazy, instead of saying I don't trust my boyfriend fully because she's saying well, that's I have how nothing. she's
1: letting she's letting herself off the hook by saying like I'm yeah. just crazy.
0: Yeah, like. but she, but she's also letting this relationship keep going. She's seen what she's seen, and now she's letting it keep going because she doesn't want to be outed as a crazy person. Maybe.
1: Well, let's talk about what she's seen. Okay. So what do you what do you make of these loserish texts <laughs> that are?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, what this do you guy, What do you
1: make of these texts? As a man, I, like, I, explain I, to me what happened. What you think happened here?
0: I don't know. Um, here's what I do know. They're unsaved numbers being sent after midnight. Uh, How are you? Are you? And it's a, you it's quite literally a you up text being sent after midnight. I would need to know, you know, I don't know what he does to get these numbers. That's, that's another part of it. Like, she's not telling us like she's like, are they like, are they a couple like you and I are in a relationship where we're talking about at the beginning of this podcast, how, three days away will be nice because we've spent literally every moment together. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we're, we're, that's how we're talking at the beginning of this podcast. So like, uh, you know, if I had numbers in my phone from the, with, Hey, you up, Jess would be like, here are the three days that happened when he traveled and it wasn't around me. This woman doesn't give us really any context to like, does he go out to bars with his friends alone? They're in Nashville. People are going out in Nashville. I can tell you that right now, whether that, whether you think that's right or wrong, the bars are hopping. So, right. um, yeah, like if where I, was
1: he when these were sent out?
0: Sure. And I never sent, I've never sent a, I'm trying to think if I've ever sent like a man or someone that I wasn't attracted to. Hey, how are you tonight? Hey, how are yeah. you? Could be sent to a friend, but that friend would have their name saved in the phone. Hey, how are you tonight? Um. that's very male-female, that's very, or not even male-female, just that's very direct to someone. You know, with the number not saved, you know, that makes it a very, right. I'm trying to do something tonight. I would need to know what he's doing that night. Um. So to me, these are, these texts aren't good, Is is my short version of the long answer I just gave.
1: Right. I feel like there's very few, like, PG excuses for them, especially given that there's three of them. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's like great. It's funny because they're, since they're living together,
0: right? <clears throat> that's, a, and well, that's that's why I'm asking like, how, how are you not seeing this? You know, like to just say you have other numbers on your phone that aren't saved. Like, I, I guess maybe they could be exes that he's taken out of his phone, but kept their numbers. Um, they could be from prior relationships. I would even go farther back to say their relationship, like like even the way they got together, like it doesn't seem like a relationship that I would want to be into. Like broke up mm-hmm. before he left for college, both moved back to our hometown after college. After realizing we were both back, we hung out like, yeah, we just realized they were in the same town and we got drinks and now we're an exclusive relationship. Like it's not like because of COVID for about four to five months. Like it, this all tracks with lack of options is what i'm saying
1: right well it's funny did you watch not to bring up excessive amounts of netflix uh entertainment right now but did you see the american murder no thing well this woman's like husband winds up murdering her okay um (laughs) but and he's like having she's like he just keeps like yesing her like she like she like thinks he suspects he's having an affair sort of and she like yeah keeps asking about he keeps like guessing her being like Yeah, like, no, like, I love you. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I Mm. can't wait to see you, blah, blah, blah. Like, while all the while doing this thing. I think women have this, like, ingrained fear of this. This is almost like your worst nightmare. It's like, he's telling you everything is great. Everything seems great. How do we, like, how can you ever really know or something?
0: Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. Well, I would say say, um, that I understand it. Like, if let's just, the relationship, again, the answers are sometimes in the email. The relationship is out of convenience. So this is a guy who doesn't really like difficult situations. They move back to their hometown. They get back with their high school sweetheart because their name was in their phone, and they share a lot of things in common. They trust the other person. They knew the other person thought they were good-looking naked. So that's what happens when you don't take chances then when do you take a chance? So now he's talking about engagement, marriage, wanting to be birth as children. Those are all easy things to talk about with someone to just keep it moving along. Like, right? You, you it's know, easier like, than
1: not talking about them if the other person is bringing them up.
0: Sure, absolutely. And if right. if the if the woman's bringing them up again, if he's bringing them up out of the blue, if he, he, that could even be true, it's just nice to see your face react to things I know you'll like to hear. So, right. again, when you don't work towards being together, like, I again, when you kind of, like, fall back into this fallback plan of a relationship, then that's kind of, like, the person you're dating. So what do you think her move is here? So I think she's got to bring it up. Um, you can't unsee what you saw. I think the minute you go to look through your boyfriend or girlfriend's phone is the minute you have a problem in the relationship. Like if you're going to go through someone's phone, you should go, Oh shit. I wanted to do that. Put it down and then go talk to your significant other. But that's not what anyone does. They look through it and they feel worse than they felt before because they either find something that they're not sure what it is like this person did, or they find nothing and, and they feel, they feel bad for, for not trusting their boyfriend. Right. And they're left with the feeling of, fuck, I'm in a relationship I really don't even want to be in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, looking
1: through someone's phone is like stalking your ex's social media. The best thing you could find is nothing, and then you still are reminded of their existence. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Um, nothing yeah. good can come of either of those things
0: well it's just you know why are you looking let's let's take a look in the mirror for a second and it's right. like I'm looking because I'm psycho well then okay then go check yourself into a mental institution are you like lo- right. you know like what's the reason maybe
1: there maybe there are other signs that you are not ready to admit that would make you skeptical of this person
0: that or you need professional help to deal with how you receive love and that's not a bad thing a lot many people see, seek out help seeking out professional is is a great thing for people that is uh, that's self care that's self love so mm-hmm. you have but the reason can't be i'm psycho because then that's crazy town so if the reason is i'm not I'm, I, I'm, I'm having confidence issues. Okay. Then that's a professional problem that can be helped with someone with a degree in that, in that, in that area. If the problem is I don't trust this guy, then you're living with someone you don't trust.
1: Right. I think she needs to look in the mirror, figure out which reason it is. Admit to her boyfriend that she did it. Yes. With along with that thing. I'm sorry. Like I was feeling very insecure. Um, and I did this or I'm sorry I was feeling, um, you know, I, I realized I don't trust you mm. because I don't know why or whatever X. And then you can actually discuss the text. And I saw
0: and also because you did something wrong doesn't absolve the situation from being wrong. That's true. So, hey, I did something I'm not proud of, but I've seen something I can't unsee. I need you to explain these three texts to numbers that are not saved in your phone. And that's it. He explains it or he doesn't. If he doesn't, if if the explanation is I'm still, you're going to get an answer. I mean, even no answer is an answer at that point because right. you have to be a relationship is, is constant negotiations. And if they won't even negotiate with you, then they're not in, in the relationship.
1: Yeah. I would almost, it's funny. I like almost feel, I felt like if I were her, I would almost feel better about the fact that he texted three different people yeah. and got no response. Yeah. It's like, it's clearly not like there's no affair. Cause he didn't like, with
0: like, no, he's uh, three
1: failed attempts.
0: He's got, yeah, he's got an affair with it's his like hand. Better and it's
1: worse. Yeah. It's better and he, It's worse. It's like you tried really hard to treat it. Like you tried three different times really hard to cheat on me and it just didn't work out for you any time. Well, yeah
0: and it kind of shows you that if one of them worked out it's it's not like he had one moment he's like actively out there trying to fuck, and like you have to wonder if the numbers are from dating apps, you know they could be from dating apps, and he's just better at hiding the app than he is the numbers That's you know true too. I, I it's it's all it's all sucks, I'm sorry because she said they had a fun time at my show, so I'm, I'm obviously. Standing them in some way, but I, but you know what? Like, again, we're going to have a lot of people in convenient relationships due to the nature of what's happened over the last year. So Mm -hmm. there's going to be moments where you're going to go, wait a minute. We've been doing this four months and he said, I love you. Yeah, it was easy to say I love you when there were nobody leaving the house. It was easy to say I love you when we could live together and it would be cheaper again right we, it, it, now i have sucks more options
1: here. and i'm not sure how i feel
0: yeah and i want to move because this city sucks for dating you know right. like <laughs> it all <laughs> so comes full circle always uh you want to play some games yeah let's do it uup at betches.com uup at betches.com let's play some games okay Every night
1: after they finish family dinner, they sit around the piano and sing songs together.
0: This is nice. I, I know I seem like I'd be a hater of this, but the idea that the family does something different and fun and, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm not eating dinner at the family's house every day. So right. and neither I, should they. Yeah, they should. <laughs> and if you are, every there's, night, there's bigger issues. But like, how nice is that? Like, would you have a problem with this? I think it's kind of sweet. My family
1: doesn't do this exactly, but my brother plays the piano. Sometimes he'll break out into some song after a a family holiday.
0: Why not? And let's all sing. Let's all be a little, you know, be a little. Let's all be what we wouldn't want to watch ourselves be on camera. Like, let's be nerds together.
1: Like, what's the, like, what would it be better if it's like every night the family gets drunk and screams at each other after <laughs> dinner?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, I, that sounds, is that my family? I, I, <laughs> this, yeah, I don't, this is nice. I, I've told you my, my piano dream, right? No. My greatest dream in life is to learn one song on the piano.
1: Heart and soul? I could teach mm- you.
0: Well, I, I want like, I want a song that seems difficult. Like I want to learn one song that if a piano's in the room, I could go over and go just kind of like play with the piano for a second. And then I kind of like go into it. And then everyone goes, Oh my God, I surprised the whole party and they go, you play. And I go, I can't not anymore. And then I just walk away. Cause I only know the one song
1: you want to play uptown girl.
0: Yeah. Like I want to be able to That's nail good- <laughs> one song uptown girl. And then people go more. And I go, I don't play anymore. Sorry. Enough. And then I, I walk away and then everyone goes, did you hear Jared on the piano? He must, he's unbelievable. And all you got to know is one song.
1: And then you're like a sensation.
0: Yeah, that's right. So that's I all it. I want to do. I could pull that trick once in good company one time. But <laughs> this is a green flag for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, I've been dating a guy for a little over two months now. We met on Bumble, we see each other about once a week, and things seem to be going great. We've had the exclusive sex talk, but no not the DTR talk. Ugh, that annoys me. And I, I'm so sick of exclusive sex, but not in a relationship. I, I think that label is the dumbest fucking thing. I think Do you
1: remember when we started this podcast and you were like, no one does that?
0: I didn't I, I'm like, I don't understand what the what we're accomplishing. So what? He gets to not fuck other people? That's called a relationship.
1: But he doesn't have to introduce you to his mom.
0: You literally just added another stop on the route is all you did. And it's like that stop was already there. It's stupid. All you're doing is protecting your feelings. They're
1: they're 31 and a half years old.
0: Yeah. Get out of here, you (laughs) eight-year-old. Hey, he also told me he is looking for a serious relationship and wants a girlfriend. Not with you. No. What a great- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I no. happen to have one right here. About a month ago, I added him on Instagram and never got a follow back. Then, when talking about Snapchat one day, I added him on Snap, also never got a follow back. I brought it up to him jokingly one day when he was talking about Instagram and he said he doesn't really use social media and doesn't even follow most of his friends. This is true since he has zero posts on IG and only follows 19 people. And most of them are sports accounts, not actually people. But of the handful he does follow, one happens to be his ex that they broke up over a year ago. When I jokingly brought... She's got a... This is, what is she, a comedian? A lot of jokes. <laughs> Chick's got jokes. When I jokingly brought it up to him, he said it wasn't a big deal. And he would follow me back but never did. He al- also, he didn't add me back on Snap, but always sends me pictures of what he's doing via iMessage. Is this a red flag or a deal breaker? I can't tell if he's just really not a big social media guy and actually doesn't think about it, or if he's just not that interested in me. Jordana, what do you think?
1: I don't think this is that big of a deal. If, he still, if he's sending you pics over iMessage and he doesn't, zero pictures on Instagram and he follows 19 people. He's clearly just like, it's a very, very small part of his life that he is just not thinking about or tracking.
0: It also makes sense that he'd be following the ex. She probably did the same, you know, jokingly quote unquote move. Like she probably did the same thing to him. 19. He's following 19 people that are all sports accounts. I mean like his story tracks. So like, yeah, Um, I do understand that if he follows the ex still, there is an element because in the same way that if you became an ex, you... He probably
1: wouldn't unfollow you because he wouldn't even think about it.
0: Or it's too noticeable to do. You know, like, how many emails do we get? I don't want to look like an ass. I don't want to look like a piece of shit. I don't want to be the unfollow. So, like, listen, we're all 10% away from each other. So his emotional state with this follow must be what like mine would be where i'm like ah, i gotta kind of wade away from this person or he's obsessed with that ex and he still watches every one of her stories and you know that's right, the only but he thing can do he-
1: that while following you i feel like the fact that you asked him to and he didn't do it just means that he's just like not this is just a very small part
0: of his life yeah or he's holding back from that or he's i i i i don't think I think both ways isn't a reason to gauge his interest. First of all, is he not that interested in me? You got to stop asking that question. Like, are you interested in him? Do these social media things make you less attracted or more attracted or nothing? That's right. the questions you should be asking.
1: It seems like to me, because he like ha- they haven't defined the relationship and they've only had that exclusivity talk, that she is like, I need something to show Sure. Some sort of like, I need something to link us together in some way. And yeah, maybe this will like help make me feel better for like
0: five minutes. She's looking to cover up her insecurities with labels and a uh, little nods to this is important to him, which she's going to lose that every single time. Right.
1: Bring up the real, the real issue, which is that you haven't defined the relationship. This is just like a, this is like a distraction from that.
0: Yeah. Or what do you want? Like, if it's this Instagram follow, then you need to, then, hey, what the fuck, dude? We've been, I let you inside me, but you won't watch my stories? What the fuck? Like, stop jokingly about it. <laughs> you know, like, I, right. I, I think, like, the, her issue is like, ah, ha, ha, you don't follow me on Instagram. And he's like, ah, no, I fucking don't. And then <laughs> that's the she end of it. She should just be like, okay, like, follow me now. Follow me now. Yeah. I. And if you can't do that, then you have bigger problems. Right, and, and, and if you don't, I'm not interested as much. I actually, this actually makes me dry. You know, like I think that I think that's like, fair, right? But I mean, if someone did this to me, I would go, ah, okay. Like I, I, it wouldn't be red flag, but it wouldn't be green flag. You know, like it wouldn't be.
1: Right, it would be like a little annoying, but I think I, if they were, if they don't post anything, then I'm kind of like. Why are they even like, I don't care about their social yeah, media at all. It, There's nothing it, to stalk here.
0: Totally. And it's fair to say that that's not a big part of their life.
1: Yeah. I think that's okay. I think that's kind of hot in itself.
0: Sure. <laughs> I, I do understand where it's like, if they are on stories and looking at stories all day long, it's like, oh, you don't even care enough to like see what I'm up to? Like I right. do understand that. Part's that part's weird. That would be but weird. She does but does just it,
1: because he... Like just because he ha- he follows these accounts doesn't mean he like actively uses the platform.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm like I you. have
1: a Snapchat, but I don't open it ever. I mean, I, like, there's people. I, I forget about that it exists.
0: I, I'm with you. Sometimes I I'll have like messages on there. I'm like, man, this has been here for six months. You know, like I, I get that. So right. Let's do let's do one more last one.
1: Jordan, I've gotten four of my friends to download Chip this week. We love it. Great. It's a great app to be on with your friends. Enjoy it. Love Here's it. my red or deal breaker. They ask you out to a double date as your third date. For context, I met this guy on Chip. Yay. And we had two great dates. He asked me to dinner for our third date and I said yes. And then a few days later, he texted me asking if I'd be interested in making it a double date with one of his guy friends. Um, and the girl, his friend just started seeing. I'm into this guy. So I said yes, but I feel like everyone I tell thinks it's weird. If he already wants to do a double date, would love to hear your thoughts. So, so what do you think? They ask you to do a double date as your third date.
0: There's two ways this could go. Like, there's two options. I don't think, uh, it, it really depends. And again, I can't tell you the thoughts in someone's head. Like, that's why, I like judging their interest based on all these like clues, like never works. Because you can't, you can't know if someone's just, after sex and that's it like you go after sex in a very similar a lot of guys go after sex in a very similar way that they go after a relationship and that's what's so confusing right so i mean so you don't think this
1: is indicative either way
0: um what i would say is it's either one or the other um i'm writing down right now guys go for sex the same way they go for relationships um, that feels like a joke premise. I'm sorry to stop us dead in our tracks. Doesn't that feel like a good stand-up joke premise? Jordana, I like it. Couldn't you understand? That's a good point, though, right? Like that's a very confusing thing. You know, I don't think women really are like, "Hey, I want to meet your parents as they try to fuck you." you know? <laughs> like, I'm like so, okay, so not to get off course, but I, I will say, he either is like. This is a cool chick. I want her to meet my friend. Like you're meeting his friend, which is great. Like yeah, and or he's mi-
1: trying to like make it a little less formal and make it a little more fun. Would be my. Yeah,
0: that's that's also the case. Like, but just because you go on a double date doesn't mean you have to have sex or get hammered or whatever. It, it, I I don't know. I I I like that you're meeting the friend. Like I yeah. I think that's a better thing then this friend is there to soften you into a casual relationship that seems less likely to me
1: right I would go on it and have fun and then like also like watch how he treats you on the double date yeah like I mean if, if it seems like everyone just they're just trying to like if if it seems like it's getting to know you like fun like actual double date that's one thing if it seems like it's almost like this is in lieu of like having him meet you out late at night
0: well, that's this is time. well. This is kind of. I I think we're talking about two different things. They're having a planned date. How many women out there would love a planned date? This guy's making a plan. He's getting the friend involved. I mean, this guy could be a doer and a shaker. Like he could be like a a move maker. Like maybe yeah. he's the. This is how he is with his group of friends. I I I do understand where someone's like. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that's up to you. That's not up to him. Like, right. to me, you can say to him, hey, this date made me feel like I was more a part of your world, and so I am getting to like you more from it. He can't look at you and go, what? What are you fucking crazy? You meet my right. friends and you think we're, like, a, a match? It's like, of course I do. So, like, to me, this is like, hey, I've had two great dates, and then the third one with his friend, like, I I, I really enjoyed him with his friend and how he has a full life. Like to me, this is like, I think this is more positive than negative in this date.
1: Yeah. I think I don't, I think I would go, I would be like into it. I don't think it's that weird. I would, that's something I might suggest. I think if I was having fun with someone, I wanted to invite them to something or, you know,
0: I I actually think it's more healthy than her. Her perspective is it's the third date. How could he invite a friend? And his perspective is like, you're fun. I think my friend would think you're fun. Like, Right.
1: We could all have fun together. Yeah, yeah. He's first, not trying to count date, dates. I think third date is like the first acceptable date to do that. I think first and second date should be about getting to know the person one-on-one.
0: Yeah, I'm with you.
1: And then the th- I think the third date is like the earliest you could do. And I'm cool with that. But if you're kind of like, oh, I'd rather just like get to know him. Yeah. I think that's also fair.
0: I mean... Also, what what you said before, it, it is different than him being out with friends and going, "Hey, come meet up." That's right. that's a different scenario. The, the, I you agree. Know, this is a planned thing. Planned thing. It's it's formalized. Um, maybe this makes it more casual. Maybe th- the only thing I could see is that maybe this is his move to like seal the deal for sex on the third date, like where he's like. It kind of. She doesn't have to do that. She doesn't have to do that. So, like, you know, beware. Like, hey, go and have fun. I'm saying, yeah.
1: I'd pay attention to the. To the to the way he's acting on this. Also, I'd pay attention. I think I'd use it as a great excuse to judge him. What's he like around his friends?
0: Totally. This is a. Do I like him and his friends? Maybe his friends a total dick, and it makes you like him less. That could happen.
1: That could happen too.
0: Yeah, I think we solved dating, Jordana. Don't you think? Once again. We do it every week. Um, listen, if you're listening right now, then you like the show. You you like the show. Good for us. We did it. We're doing a live virtual show tomorrow, tomorrow night. night, 7 p.m. Get those tickets. Uh, Betches.co slash UUP live. Uh, the link will be in the bio of this episode, I'm sure, Right.
1: Yes, that is the link, and it will be in the description. Get your tickets. um, Email us, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We'll see you next week. Boom. You
0: Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Dana Samuel. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at YouUpPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com.
1: Batches.